Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Believe. Phoenix Sun! Booker, step back three on the way, down it goes. Welcome into the podcast that is the Believe the Suns podcast right on the Believe Podcast Network, the hottest podcast network on the web. And how enjoyable is it to come into a podcast knowing your team is the best team or one of the best teams rolling right now? Man, this is definitely new for us Arizonans out here because we don't get this a lot. So we're going to soak this thing up as the Suns are just ascending into just greatness right now, right before our eyes. So I'm your host, Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E. You're in the podcast with us. That is the Phoenix Suns on the Believe Network. And my man, Flex. From Jersey, what is going on, Flex? What up, E? What up, E? Hey, Feeling good, man. Hey, Big man. win last night versus Memphis. We doing it, yeah. We gonna recap that game. We got a guest in the house from the on the podcast here, writer and uh, radio personality from the Casual Sports Show, my man and uh, <laughs> dear friend of mine, my boy, brother, I should say, Sean McConnell in the house. What's up, man? going on dude it's been a long time i am glad that this is a thing and i'm glad that the suns are winning i, I haven't talked about the suns with you in a long oh, time that's, uh, that's right i can't i can't believe the record that i'm looking at honestly i mean it's man. just it's i feel like a kid again man and it's a great feeling absolutely now you know i'm gonna give you some grief though right you know i'm gonna give you some grief because and that's that's totally deserved, and it's totally fine. I'll take that big plate of crow whenever you're ready to serve it. There was a certain person that wasn't on the bandwagon when Chris Paul got signed. He broke out it's all true. the stats and said his, his, his assist wasn't there and blah, blah, blah. It was a bad signing as far as the money and blah, blah. And then I said, well, you'll wait till you start winning, and you'll change your mind. <laughs> and and I did, are. as I'm allowed to do. Yeah, yeah of course, absolutely. Of Look, I, I can't, Look, I can't say nothing because I've been – wrong a billion billion times so it's all good yeah it happens you thought des bryant was going to come to the cardinals it all happens to everybody (laughs) it happens to everybody look i'm glad that chris paul proved me wrong i mean of all the guys that proved me wrong chris paul should be the guy you know absolutely absolutely gotta love what's going on man we are the second best team in the league right now could be the number we could be the best team playing right now because utah's stumbling a little bit they might. Yeah. They, they got off to a good start and a good lead, and that's probably why you know they're still in number one right now as far as record goes. But as far as play is concerned, the Suns could be the best team in the league right now, right? Flex. Why? Why not, man? Yeah, why, why not? not? I mean, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And I mean, <laughs> you, you you're talking. Listen, since the restart, um, 
back in July. You're talking about 34 and 12, man. Right. That's the best record of any team in basketball since the restart. This is this is now two seasons. So you started to see it last year, man. You started to see it in the bubble. And now, uh, you know, you're 26 and 12. Right. Um, uh, Utah is, is starting to stumble a little bit. I think they're, they've lost four out of the last seven. They won tonight in Boston. Big game. Oh, they did. Okay, so they back on track. They did win. Yeah, yeah they, they pulled it They pulled it back out, but they got a tough schedule coming up, man. They got Brooklyn coming up. They got three out of four against Memphis. Um, they've got five straight road games. So, I mean, it's not crazy to think that a week from today, the Suns could be the number one team in the entire NBA record-wise. Wow. And let me ask yeah. you guys this. And, Sean, maybe mainly you on this question because <laughs> as Arizonans, we know how things usually go here. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna give you an example. You are my eyes. The D-backs, for instance, all this talent on paper, and all this, and then they start out hot, and then they just fade away. And then the year before that, started out slow, and like, what the hell's wrong with the D-backs? Next thing you know, they pick up steam. It's like they're yeah. up and down. So when you look at this Suns team, is there a chance that there could be a a, a, a slight dip coming as far as some a losing streak maybe coming because of, or do you see what we have is just so solid there's no way it can dip you know down to be a you know to 500 you know we're 15 15 games over 500 right now can that dip down that bad that would only happen i think that would only happen if we shook up the chemistry right now now i love the draw that you know going after drummond or lamarcus aldridge would do mm. Good but point. if you break up that chemistry the wrong way, it could easily just crash on you. It could. And so a lot of people, and I'm kind of in this camp, as much as I like those two guys, I like keeping it the same. Right. Flex, I do. That's up your alley, right, Flex? As you were saying that last time, you were thinking that the chemistry yes, is be really important right now. Yes, sir. Okay. So, so okay. So. Um, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, no, I, no, you're good. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I couldn't agree with Sean more, man. I mean, um, you know, chemistry chemistry is a big part of basketball in general. And um, I'm, I'm going to tell you emphatically, man, this team is who they are because of the chemistry and okay. because everyone is brought in. And so if you if you make if you if you tinker around with it and they could be the smallest tinker, right. you can throw everything left. So, um, yeah, I'm with Sean, man. Right now, the, the crazy thing is in years past, if you're like a fourth seed or a fifth seed or trying to get into the playoffs, the trade deadline is how you uh, get that next move to creep back up. But exactly. when you're the best team in basketball, yeah, maybe, you, did, yeah. you know, it's it's like it. you damn if you do, damn if you don't. You almost don't. Yeah, don't touch it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's kind of where James Jones is sitting right now. Right. If he doesn't do anything, if he doesn't do anything, guys, um, and, and they go backwards, he can lean back on saying, well, I didn't do anything because we were the best team in the league at the time. But if he go ahead and makes and he makes a move right. and that move backfires, right. that's the type of move gets you fired. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, you mean like trading Sean Marion for Shaquille O'Neal? Oh, yes. yes. He going to remember that's, every son's thing. That's this man. This dude. No, that's, that's a big one. That's yeah. a big yeah. one, brother. That's, that's a big one. one. That's a big one. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want to do that. Yeah. You don't want to do that. And I don't anticipate them doing that. Right. I'm going to be honest. They, I, I don't see a trade coming. Okay. Everyone I've talked to, um, there's been no indication of any trade that the Suns are really in on. I do think they'll bring in another body in the front court as a buyout, but I don't think it'll be anything that's going to ruffle any feathers or, or anything that's going to mess with chemistry. I'll just uh, say that. Okay, so now you're talking 
the buyouts because that's the only way it could happen. Because Sean, you know how we used to do the uh, the uh, NFL. Uh, what's that thing we used to do? We used to run the NFL draft through or the picks through that little. What was we were running through that that ESPN thing you had me running through? Mm-hmm. The, the playoff, yeah, the, play, the, the playoff picture, yeah, the playoff picture. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they yeah. have they have one of those for draft for for, for trades. Ooh, and I put the Suns in on one oh, side. Oh, the trade machine, yeah, yeah I know that. Yeah. And I put the Spurs or whoever on the other side, and I'm looking at the Suns. I'm going. I mean, from one down to the last guy, I'm like, I'm not touching none of them dudes trading them. It was yeah. really weird. Nope. I, was, I went from one all the way down the line. I was like, damn, we, we, I wouldn't trade none of these guys. Right. <laughs> so you guys, now, Aldridge right. might be bought out. Now that's, that, that could is, be a possibility. Right, right. That's a possibility. Yes, that could be happening. Now, now, if that should take place, and Flex, I know okay. you already, I know you already said that. You know, if, if a buyout happens, of course. Yes. That's where you got to at least at least do your due diligence and try to see how you can get that guy yes. in. And, and 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 LaMarcus Aldridge would not be like you said a bad choice because we said this on the last week's show. He's fits what the Suns do as far as the the pace goes. And he he probably would fit Monty because he came from the Spurs, right? So And Portland. Yeah, and right, Portland. And Portland. So I mean, I, I, if you don't want to ruffle things up, but you're just adding and tweaking, that would be the t- adding tweaking. Now the question is going to be if you add him LaMarcus Aldridge, man, whose minutes goes down? Because the guys that are playing right now are putting I mean, they're doing the job. Yeah. So, yeah. So what do you I mean, I that? mean, it's it's a thin line, man. It's a thin right, line like Right. To answer your question, the, the minutes you're going to tinker with there is probably going to be Frank Kaminsky. Yes, um, you know, and, I love and Frank though. Frank brings something that we that is just yes. it's just you can't put your finger on exactly, but he brings something that stabilizes that second unit, stabilizes yeah. that third unit, or whatever it is. I don't know what he, he facilitates as a forward, <clears throat> and you know he knows what he knows what he's doing out there. To lose that, yeah. to have a guy that has that good control of the offense. And defense is would be vital, but I don't know. And it's in his chemistry. Yeah, it's chemistry. Exactly. He would be like the out. locker room. He's a locker room guy. He's got right. some good chemistry with the guys. He was right. in the bubble with them last year. Uh, Mikel Bridges has been on record saying, "I love playing with Frank. Right. I mean, he's right. one of his fav- one of his favorite guys on the court to play with." Right. Um, so, yeah, man, it's it's a weird year because, like I said, we talked about this last week. You know, the Suns theoretically skipped a step. Like you're not supposed to go from out of the playoffs and bubble late, late bubble invite right. to sitting here on March 16th saying, "Yo, we're the best team in basketball." You skip the step, and when you skip a step, it throws it throws a whole nother dynamic into it. So, um, I, I I personally would not touch anything about this basketball team, and I don't think you need to. Like again, I hate to keep saying the same thing, but you know, numbers don't lie, man. And right. You're a top seven team offense and defensive rating. You're the third best team defensively. Those things, you know, it's the old football saying, right, Sean? You know, you know, offense doesn't travel, but defense does, right? In the NFL, defense travels. Right. And so that's the thing about this basketball team is that people are saying, oh, is it fool's gold? Is it real? Are they going to crumble? When are they going to come back to earth? And I'm saying, man, no, they're not going to crumble and and they're not going to come back. You know why? Because what they're doing is a recipe for success. It's not a fluke. They play defense, Right. play defense every night and and they're they're efficiently offensively. So I wouldn't touch anything, man. honestly, right yeah, now. Let's keep our fingers crossed. 
keep our fingers crossed no major injuries come up from now until Correct. the playoff run. Sure. And you want to be playing your best when that playoff run starts because if it play, if the playoffs were to start right now, we'd be facing the Spurs in the first round. Now, they're a seventh seed. I would not – I would throw those seeds out the window because when we play that team, it's just something about that team. And Sean, look at Sean. <laughs> Sean's over there like, team. I can't stand that team. They just know how to play us. So, right. and then again, it would be like Monty playing himself because he's going to be going against his mentor. And it's like, yep. oh, man, you know, how do we figure out the guy that taught me? You know, so it's going right. to be difficult. Right. So, I mean, it's just going to come down to talent. And, of course, we are the more talented team. But having been in the playoffs for so long, that could play a factor. So, man, I don't know. If the playoffs were to start right now, we'd be facing the Spurs. What do you think that series would look like? <laughs> Minus Robert Ory checking Steve Nash up against him. Oh, my God. Oh, man, you got to say bro. that. Come on. Hey, you killing me. You, Errol, you killing me tonight with the flashbacks. You went from yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. And, oh, man, that one hurt, bro. Yeah, to me, a, a Spurs series, I would give it a six-game series. But it's one of those ones where Suns fans are going to be like having a heart attack every game until it's over. Right. Just because, I mean, we've already gotten our revenge on them a couple of years ago when we were last there. But still, I mean, come on. I just don't like seeing them in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't. After a while, though, your talent, if you're better than the other team, it, it, it wins over. I, I watched that game, yes. and we're going to talk about that right now, we, that Memphis game. We, I watched that game last night. And if this had been last year, I would have been in a nervous, like, okay, this this team. Uh, but I watched that game going, we're just better than this team. It was, it was right. like everything they tried to do, they tried to go on that quick run and scare you, and the Suns just didn't blink. It was like, okay, whatever, boom, 10-point lead, 8-point lead. Bam, blowout. I'm like, damn, we were way better than that team. And you feel right. that. I think that's how we are right now, even with that Spur team. I think we're just a better team. But but that psyche and mental stuff can come and play a part. And I don't know. Well, I, 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 you I know what's know. interesting about that, Earl? What's that? Is that it plays a part for us. Right. But I honestly, honestly, if I'm if I'm gonna answer that question honestly, man, I'm gonna go completely opposite, man. I think we'd sweep that team. Really? Or, or winning five. I really do. And, and I'm going to tell you why. There's nobody on this roster that's even old enough to know about those stars. <laughs> they know nothing about what we went through. They know nothing about it. Devin Booker wasn't even watching playoff basketball. He was in, he was in like sixth grade. That's a good like, point. That's a good you, point. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody on that roster that even really knows you, about that. You know rivalry. how the media so plays stuff are, up. Yeah, they you wet know? behind the ears, man. They're going out there. They got Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Well coached. Right. I really think they'll go into San Antonio and they'll steamroll that team, especially now that they're just letting Aldridge walk. Um, right. I think Popovich knows he's the writing on the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I actually think it's a good matchup. I actually would, would like San Antonio in round one. They might not even be there. The yeah. Season that's, yeah. That's I, right. I, Sean. That was a good point. I'm glad you said that's where I was going <laughs> next. That 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 bottom eight to twelve teams. Man, those guys. Are, are going to battle like crazy. They're going to battle like crazy to, to, to get for that play in. Hold on a second here. I got this thing starting over again. What the hell is going on with this thing? Yeah, that. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Hey, that 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 bottom eight to twelve teams that's got to do that play in. That's going to be kind of tight. Those. I mean, we, that the opponent can change on a daily. Absolutely. Coming down the Absolutely. stretch. You're talking about uh, the Mavs at eight, and they're playing good right now. I mean, yeah. 
the Warriors are playing good right now. They're up and down. You know, they, they get blew out and then they play good. They get blew out and then they play good. Yeah. Uh, the Grizzlies, of course, we just played them. They're a little banged up, but they still were kind of, you know, a good the number top 10 defense team, defensive team. Yeah. Pelicans are on their way up, too. They're playing good. Pelicans 11. Then the Thunder would be the last one, I would say, ah, with all those other teams, you didn't have a shot. But, man, that could be either one of those guys that we playing. And I do not yeah. want to match up to that Pelicans team. It's something about that team that scares me. Agreed. We, we always play them guys, and they play us tough every single time. So, I don't know. But yeah, it could change. It could change. But, ideally, we get out of the first round, right? Okay, so now, mm-hmm. now let's talk second round. Mm-hmm. We're going to face – Either what the Clippers, who else could it be? Clippers, Lakers, or Jazz, or Jazz. Yeah, Clippers, Lakers, or Jazz. What do you think about that matchup, Sean? The Lakers. I hate the Lakers as much as I hate the Spurs, man. I'm (laughs) not gonna lie, especially now that it's just like where everyone wants to go. Um, That would be an intriguing series for sure. There's a lot of. Uh, back and forth hostility, banana boats in between, all that stuff's going to be there. <laughs> uh, with the Jazz, I like how they match up with the Jazz. I actually do. I think those are two teams that are going to actually butt heads for the next couple years to come. Right. And I right. think that'll be fun to watch, kind of still nerve-wracking because of we're both at the same level. Um, and the Clippers, I'm not actually afraid of. I'm not afraid of the Clippers at all. Wow. Why is, why, why is yeah. that? Ever, I don't know. Maybe it's Tim Thomas. I don't know. Tim Thomas put the fear away from Clippers for this me a long time his, ago. This so. must be history night or something on the on the blue. Hey, that's my boy. Shout out to my boy Tim Thomas. Man. Maybe, that's my boy, man. man. Yeah. Just drains okay. it and just sits there and watches it. Yeah. That's wow. Um, wow. Okay. So the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about we talked about psyche with the Spurs. You know, in the in the, in the uh, past with these with the old Suns, I should say. But in the, I mean, present time, yeah, the Clippers got a lot of psyche stuff to get over with, man. And after what happened mm-hmm. with them last year, and one guy is the same guy. It comes, it, it turns to, the fingers point to one, well, two guys, but mainly one guy, Paul George. That's the dude that yeah. it all points back to, and he's he struggles when it comes down to that pressure moment. So you're right. I guess that's a good point, Sean. And I mean, Clippers. I guess we could. You know, take them out again, and they'll be exiting into the playoffs in the second round again, or before they were supposed to. But wow, that'd be cool. Um, let's uh, let's 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 talk. Let's kind of recap two games. We didn't because flex. We didn't get to talk about the Pacers game, and that was a loss. Yeah, and I want to see. And we know the team bounced back from the losses. They bounced back pretty good with the loss, and that was cool. But I still want to talk about that game because do you think that's a blueprint? for some of these teams that we're going to be facing now. And they look at that Pacers team and go, you know what? If you just gritly manhandle this team and just keep fighting and try to push them around and D up on them real tight on that perimeter, you can beat the Suns. You think that's kind of going around right about now? Does the Pacers put that down? Or does that was that this one game the Suns just kind of was not at their, you know, their top whatever and got beat? Yeah, I think it was more an aberration. Okay, honestly. okay, um, okay. I, I know I, I hear people saying, you know, um, they pushed the tempo on makes and they got aggressive and they did certain things. Um, but the reality is, man, no one brought it that night. You right. know, just no, no one brought it. And and anytime you have Devin Booker, DeAndre, and then Chris Paul all have off nights, wow, that's that's just that's just what's going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think it was anything that the Pacers did as much as it was. If I'm being honest, we was on a little high horse. 
I think the team just came in okay. and they slept walk against that Pacers team. I don't I think they were feeling a little little a little too good about the Portland win. And um, those guys cash checks every two weeks, just like we do. You right. know what I'm saying? They they a pro basketball team, the Pacers. So um, I think it was more about what we did more than what they did. Um, I like I I, I, I like um, how we bounced back against Memphis. But yeah, I, I don't think there's um, I don't I don't think there's something I don't think there's any more to that. I just think it was just one of those games you flush down a toilet. And you look at the tape and you realize we just didn't execute, man. We just we just didn't do our job. And then another thing I, I just want to make clear. I mean, Cam Johnson is a big part of this basketball team. And Nader. And, uh, yeah, Nader was, and Nader. Nader was Correct. Just that last game. But no, no, the Pacers. Correct. No, you, you nailed it, though. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. you know, I, I think, yeah, I think yeah, we'll Cam be okay. Cam is a big piece of the we'll puzzle, yeah, for sure. Yes. Okay, so, Sean, what about you? You think, okay, because when they, when they play the Pacers, and certain other guys in this league, like we, we saw uh, Brooks and we can see Murph, uh, Murray from Denver. Uh, there's another guy that when Booker plays that guy, they just go at it. Just, 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 you know, they butt heads and they just, and, but Matt Broad, what's his name? The dude at the Pacers? Malcolm Broad, dude, yeah. Man, that kid yeah. was hard to guard. Uh, Devin, yeah. had his, Devin had a hard time guarding that kid. And so what yeah. about you, Sean? Do you think that was, I mean, is, is Devin going to be forced facing a lot more of those type of guys coming up because that's, that's what's in the in the playoffs. You're going to be facing that almost every night. That's going to happen, yeah, but playoff basketball, I think, for Booker is going to open up this next level for him that we just haven't seen yet. Like, we saw bubble Booker. When we see playoff Booker, right. I think it's going to be a whole different animal. Like, he's living for that, right? He's, he's a March Madness fiend. Okay. But I think what this team is, is still identity struggling with is just that defensive presence that intimidation in the paint i still don't feel that from aiden and i know earl you love to, to jab on that maybe that's why i'm so big on aldridge because maybe he'll just bring a little bit more of that mm factor don't come in here type stuff i want to see jalen smith in here pushing guys around i want to see someone getting knocked on the floor that's what's hard for me i think that's where your blueprint is to beat the suns is if you can make the inside of the paint weak against us that's where you'll exploit us on both sides of the ball. Wow, that that's a good point because that 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 points to my point. That's exactly where I was going to go with it. <laughs> that points to my point. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it has to come down to like I told you, Flex, on a couple of shows before. Aiden is the key. He's yeah. the key to this thing. So yeah, uh, that's why I want to get Javale McGee because we know that guy's going to be a hustle guy. That guy's going to do. One thing, why, and one thing only. Now he'll 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 control that paint. He'll go after. Yeah. He, even if he doesn't get, he's going after every block. He can go. He, he's not going to just sit back and let a guy just run in the lane and shoot a layup. He's not. Right. Gonna, he's going right. to be where he's supposed to be at. And and he doesn't. Right. Another guy. He's not going to take up minutes. He's not going to complain about you know being in the in the limelight. He's going to be that rogue guy that's got championships behind his back that knows how to win it. And that's what DA, right. DA can DA can really use a guy like that to just sit and watch that guy. Right. So I mean, right. I know he gets a I lot still of flack. Can't see past, I still can't see past all the Shaq and the fool. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. You know, you can look at the Shaq and the fool, but that dude is a champion, and he's a champion for a reason. Yeah, so, I guess. I mean, he played with a lot of Come good on, players. Man. He played with a lot of good players, and that's that. That's the point of bringing him in here. He's going to play with yeah. a lot of uh, some more good players, and he knows where he fits in. He doesn't, he, he doesn't need to do you know too much. 
I think that's right. a good fit, like you said earlier. We don't need to do, shake it up too much, but that type of player coming in, I mean, you don't have to worry about minutes or nothing like that. He would come right in, and that's something Aiden needs. I think he needs that because that paint in the playoffs is going to be critical. You know it's right. going to be critical because the, the, right. the perimeter is going to shrink. And if you ain't got nothing in the paint, you're going to get exited out. So that's, right. just, that's just how it goes. Let's go and recap the bounce back, the Memphis game. We saw a different Aiden. I saw a different Aiden in that game. I didn't. I didn't. Yes. I, I didn't. I, I didn't complain as much in that game. Maybe the first quarter, I was like, "Okay, okay, this dude's gonna wake up. He's gonna wake." Up. But I think Valatunas got his attention because that dude was kind of, you know, manhandling him earlier in that first quarter, and then Aiden got pissed off and finally mm-hmm. start the battle back <laughs> after he went on the bench, and his coach told him, "You need to start battling. I'm gonna take you out this game. <laughs> take you out of this game." Right. Uh, right. Before I give it to you, Flex, I saw two plays. And this is what I talked about Aiden. When I told y'all, told y'all about DeAndre Aiden, in my opinion, I thought it was all awareness. Basketball mm-hmm. awareness is where he's struggling at. He doesn't know the the, the the IQ of basketball, where to be, where to go, you know, where how plays break down. He's still learning all that stuff. Right. Another thing I'm going to throw with that is confidence. Aiden, mm-hmm. Aiden, Aiden is not confident in what his abilities are. I mean, this kid got so much ability, like you've been saying, Flex, that isn't it's, he doesn't even know he has it. I saw two right. plays that proved that he finally got the ball with his back to the basket, turned and dribbled to the rim hard mm-hmm. with the guy and drew a foul. I was like, yep. oh my god, he actually did it. But but if he can if he can, if he can master that, he would be he would be awesome. He doesn't need to score a lot. It's just you got to draw fouls and and make that other team's big man play defense. And then there was right. another play, another play where he literally just backed in with his back, just backed in, backed in, did a pivot move, got the dude up in the air, and then turned to the jump hook. I was like, now nah, if yes. this kid, if this kid understood what he's got in his bag and knew how to put it together, oh my God, he would be unstoppable. But sure will. So that that's 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 what I saw in that Memphis game. DeAndre finally starting to get. No, I can't say I can't say he's there yet, but I saw two plays that made me go, "There's hope that he could get there." Right, right. You, you know what, Earl, man? I, and you know how I feel about DA. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, I love DA, man. I love him. I think, I think there's a, you know, there's a, there's a thing going on in Phoenix in general because you know national media is not on this, but <laughs> it, just, it just feels like every time the Suns have a bump in the road, it met, everyone points towards Aiden. All right, and and when I look at, I, I kind of want to go back just a little bit to that Indiana game. Demontis Sabonis is an incredible basketball player. Absolutely, absolutely. Miles um, Turner might be the defensive player of the year. Right. Okay. These are two very good front court guys. Aiden didn't play the fourth quarter of that Indiana game. He still had 14 and 12. Now, now it was a soft 14 and 12. <laughs> but it was still 14 and 12 in three quarters. You don't want to use that word. <laughs> no, I, I mean, listen, it was a soft, it was a soft 14 and 12, but it was still 14 and 12. Okay, and just, and then last just, night just against Valanciunas, that guy's a, that guy's an absolute monster. Valanciunas right. is a monster, right. and Aiton just goes out there and gets fifteen and nine, a couple assists, three blocks, and so I say all that to say this, man. Um, DeAndre Aiton is twenty-two; he's still learning how to play the game. Um, he's he's averaging a career low ten shots, guys, ten shots. Okay, yeah. and and I, again. 
we have to kind of put things in perspective. 10 shots, man. Career low. If you make 50% of your shots, he's averaging 14 points a game on 10 shots. If, if you give him the touches that some of these other bigs get, right. now you're talking about 28 points a game, and, and, then, and then people aren't complaining. So I guess there's a little bit of a misconception with the way Aiden is playing, and people say, I, I, I constantly hear this, oh, he's taking a step backwards. And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if he's taking a step backwards or, or, or more or less. I think he's actually just falling in line and trying to fit in, get in where he fits in on this basketball team. Right. You know, so um, I, I think he's going to be fine. I do think that we go, a, a lot of people say we go as Booker goes, but I think we go as Aiton goes. Um, you know, when Aiton's engaged on both ends, we're now, a tough team now, to here's beat. The, here's the main question for you, though, Flex. When you have that same output or that same attitude where you have that same thought process mm-hmm. in playoff time because i'm telling you uh, that's a different monster <clears throat> different and, monster. And, and, yeah. and we haven't been there in what 10 years so right so <laughs> sean's head is just dropping every five minutes <laughs> but but my point is that i've seen in series guys progress 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 and they get better as playoff series go on Mm-hmm. Is he going to have room to keep growing? He's got to get to a point where he's going to be stabilized and be something going into these playoffs. Because I'm telling you, right. he's, he's the key of keeping us in this thing. Booker can only do so much. Perimeter game can only do so much. I'm right. telling you, it's going to come down to rebounding and, and, and defending. And he's a good defender. He's turned into a better defender than we yes. thought he was. I'm, I'm, yes. That I can say. Because coming out of Arizona, we always say his defense, he can't he can't guard anybody, you know. Now he, he's yeah. probably one of the better defenders in the league, so that's good. But we're going to need an output from him to – I'm not going to say where he takes over again because, he's like you say, he's not getting enough touches to do that. But at least dominate that paint. Own that paint. Yes. Make that your, you know, every day like Monty said. Now that's your standard now. I'm, I know how you can do it now. I'm going to hold you to that standard. Monty said that. I'm going to hold you to that standard. If if I don't see that standard, you got to come out of the game. And there's got to be somebody we can put in that game, in that playoffs. And I think McGee is that guy. Because Sarge. I like like McGee. Sarge can only do so much as well. Now, I I love Dario. Dario Dario doesn't back down to anybody. (laughs) Dario will back, will will fight and scratch and do whatever he has to do. But playoff time, he's going to be out, man. He's going to be oversized, you know, by somebody. Especially when we Agreed. play the damn Laker team. You know, if we end up playing that team or go bear, we're going to be, you know, so you got to have another guy right. behind him. So I agree. We got a couple of minutes left here, Sean. Uh, going forward, we got some games on the schedule. The two games coming up, Minnesota, and then we got that dreaded Laker team on Sunday. Could this be the defining game of this season going forward where the Suns are going to just put, a, put, it, put, it, put, put the stamp down? Okay, y'all still not paying attention. Y'all still not paying us any attention. It's time for y'all to pay attention. We're about to take this team down again. Can you see that happening on Sunday? I, I would love to see. There's, I'd love nothing more than to see the Suns <laughs> blow out the Lakers, right? I mean, that's like it's like ice cream and cake together, right? right? It's not even your birthday and you get it. <laughs> <laughs> if we get that, that's great. I still think that we can, we can beat the Lakers. Um, it's Lakers and then Miami, too. So those are two good games back-to-back. Right, that, right. Those are big statements. If you can win both of those handedly, yeah, that's definitely a – now you're getting talked on on first take. And right in the morning, like that's there a big deal type stuff. But 
I kind of like these these suns always riding a little bit under the radar. So if you if you drop one of those, you're still a little bit under the radar. You still got some guys giving you respect, and that's fine. The record is what the record is right now, and the record's still good. So I'm okay with it. Obviously, I'd love the Lakers to lose. Um, and, and maybe you drop one to Miami because you put all your effort into that L.A. game. But you got two days in between them, so maybe you should rest up in time. I, I'm looking for, what, then you got Orlando, Toronto. I'm looking for six games, seven game win streak. Come another, on, let's go. win streak, okay. That's the one man, Sean McConnell from the Casual Sports Show. Pleasure to have you in the house, man, in the, in the podcast, the Believe the Suns podcast for the first time, right? I think so. Wow. That, man, that's incredible. The first damn time. Okay, Flex, go ahead and tell them where they can find you at, bro. Hey, man, you can catch me on the post-game show with my man John Bloom after every home game. You can catch me on the Coast to Coast podcast with my partner Dan Duarte uh, on Twitter, uh, Coast to Coast Pod 1. Catch me on Twitter, Cruz FE 13 And obviously right here on KSRM, my boy uh, Big Earl, Easy e And, uh, and uh, we can also catch us on the... Uh, the Believe the Suns podcast on the Believe Network. All right, the, the coast to coast coming to the network, right? Yes, sir. We 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 working on it. We're working All on right. it. I'm talking to my man Dan Duarte. Right now, we're just trying to get the, some intricacies out. Just make sure that everything works out with his schedule. But yes, man, we're looking forward All to right. fun, man. All right, man. Appreciate that. And uh, y'all look out for Flex too. You know he drops the Flex bombs every once in a while too. He's not just a, <laughs> he's not just a radio and a podcast buff. This dude is an insider as well. So. Y'all keep your ears open for those bombs that drop because we, you know, when they drop and we try to get on the damn thing quick and get something out there before, you know, everybody yes, else do. But, uh, man, this has been cool, man. Appreciate you coming in again. And it's not like a, I'm not, I, I, I got to get in the habit of stop treating you like a guest now. It's like, this is your house now. <laughs> I got <laughs> hey, to appreciate I, it, man. I, 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 I got to stop saying thanks for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, my brother. Hey, no, listen, man, it's fun, man. I'm having, I'm having a blast with you, man. Again, I all can't right. thank you enough right, for giving me this opportunity, man. Let's keep rocking and rolling with it. All man. right, and, uh, all right, bro. That is the Believe the Suns podcast, and the Suns got two games against the Minnesota Timberwolves coming up. I believe they are the worst team in the league right now, right? Like, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> now that could be two dangerous games, right there. <laughs> Just, because, just because they are the worst team in the league. But Agreed. if the Suns take care of business, and I believe they will, we, we're, we're looking forward to that Sunday game against the Lakers. So until then, we'll catch you on Believe next time. Peace out. The emphatic follow down and goes for eight. Big guy. Ridges picks the pocket. When they thunder his left hand. Racing to the rack. Scoops and scores. Wow, he's to face me on the front. Bottom away. Booker. Drills it. Think about it. Oh, no, he did. Oh, 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 oh. Chris Paul, that is not right. CP3, stop it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.